0: You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America on air and on the World Wide Web. This is the Rob Carson Show.
1: It is the Rob Carson Show. It's already Thursday. Welcome to it. We have a lot of things to get to, including the the budget yesterday. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it because... uh, why would you spend a whole lot of time on just being screwed and not being able to do anything about it? Well, you know, honestly, really, what would be the point in me just sitting here belaboring what happened yesterday in Congress when you don't have any say in it? I don't have any say in it. You know, we, we don't, uh, when, I, when I was growing up, it was kind of interesting. When I was growing up, I'm a Generation X, by the way. Generation X, we've always flown under the radar. We uh, we got things done. We got out of college. We got to work. We, uh, we uh, reinvented everything we invented the internet made that thing happen and and uh, reinvented the cell phone and all sorts of stuff and, and we just kind of went at it you know and and got things done and we flew under the radar and there wasn't a lot of press did you notice that the last i don't know 30 years have you seen a lot a whole lot of articles on generation x they skipped right to the millennials right and i don't know why they did that but you know generation x is here and We've been on the planet for a while, and and we were raised uh, with uh, Schoolhouse Rock. You guys remember Schoolhouse Rock? Schoolhouse Rock, it was the last uh, bastion of intelligence on television, I think. Uh, And it had valuable lessons about, uh, you know, uh, unpacking your adjectives and conjunction, junction. You know, you learned your conjunctions through that, and uh, you learned a lot about uh, addition, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 30, 35, 40. You know, all that stuff. And in between every cartoon on Saturday morning, they had this, and then they had this thing called Schoolhouse Rock. And schoolhouse rock was actually uh, inspirational, and actually it, it showed things like i don 't know kids of color uh, you know playing together and stuff because it really wasn 't a big deal when I grew up and all that and then it also talked about the, the country and why it was founded why it was founded and here 's one you guys remember uh, remember this story this is uh, this is about uh, the uh, re- of the American Revolution and why it happened because see there was this government and it was run by a king. In a far-off land. No, 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 not Washington, D.C. I know, you're thinking Washington, D.C. No, there was a king in England like there is now. There's a new king in England. His name's Chuck. And, uh, and uh, there was this king in England, and he was just uh, putting all sorts of things on people. He was taking their money, and he wasn't representing them at all. They weren't being heard at all, so they had an American Revolution.
2: He taxed their property. He didn't give them any choice. Yeah, oh, that's weird, right? I- landed and give them any voice that's called taxation without representation and it's not fair oh, yeah, right. but when the colonies complained the king said i don't care
1: so instead of uh, back in england just replace it with washington dc and instead of the king saying i don't care uh, say it about the democrat party in the swamp Yeah, just say say it about that. That's one way to do it. And then there's this one right here. This is another uh, thing from Schoolhouse Rock. When I was a kid, uh, this is a thing about Schoolhouse Rock. And I want you to think about this because coming up uh, July the 4th, that's our Independence Day. And I think maybe by Independence Day, we need to uh, send a very loud message to Washington, D.C. that we're done screwing around. I'm not saying anything violent, and I'm still trying to figure out exactly what we need to do. But I have a funny feeling this Independence Day is going to mean a lot to a lot of people. And I'm not just talking about Republicans who aren't in power. I'm talking about the American people in general. Because all of us, that is uh, Democrats and Republicans, conservatives and liberals, screw the left. Who, who the hell cares about the left? They're, they're the ones who are guiding the uh, the path to hell right now. So I don't even care about them. We're just going to stomp them out of existence. Uh, and we're going to do it by not going to their stores. And we're going to do it by ignoring them and uh, and honestly just saying no. But that said, we're going to have to do something to send a message to Washington, D.C. that we're tired the same old, same old. Yesterday in Washington, D.C., Kevin McCarthy went uh, went to meet with uh, Joe Biden, and Joe Biden basically said, pound sand, do what we want. And Kevin McCarthy said, okay. Okay, no problem. We'll do it. We're going to give you everything you need, even though you have the worst approval ratings in the history of the presidency. We're going to give you exactly what you want, because boo-frickety-hoo, we're Republicans. We only have the House, and we can't do anything. And isn't that what the Republican Party always does? Isn't that really? Aren't you just kind of tired? Of the Republican Party being either out of power or under power and not able to do a damn thing. And when they are in power, they screw it up. Aren't you kind of tired of that? And then you got the Democrat Party, which basically is saying to the entire country, the only people we care about. The only people that we give a damn about, it's not about your kids and about schools. It's not about uh, veterans. It's not about uh, people in uh, in the inner cities. It's not about kids in the inner cities whose school are are failing and all that stuff. And it's been failing. Uh, The only people they care about right now are people who are here illegally. They're the ones who get the red carpet, man. They're the ones who get the hotel rooms and the iPhone 14s. And you guys, uh, honestly, you're on your own. You are on your own. You go shop at Dollar General, get your groceries, but you are on your own. We really have reached that point. We really have reached the point where now we know that Washington, D.C. is tone deaf to you and me. We also know that Washington, D.C. never fixes anything. I've been saying this for a while. Uh, they've been talking about infrastructure for. 50 years, and it's never fixed. They, they're saying they're going to fix it now. It's not going to get fixed. They said they're going to fix the schools, and they never have. They're in worse shape than they've ever been. We plummeted. We're spending more money on schools, and they're plummeting. And, and what else is broken? Well, Social Security is going to go bankrupt. Medicare and Medicaid are screwed up. Healthcare was supposed to be fixed, but it isn't fixed. Do you understand it? Do you understand how badly you're being played? And then, to top it all off, they use covid a virus that uh, was created in a lab in China and we paid for it we paid for it and they used the virus to kill the First Amendment completely desecrate the First Amendment and take government spending which was already out of control and increase it by 40 percent using fear and then once they got that money They decided they were just going to keep it. When is the last time that you got a 40% pay increase forever? When is the last time? It must have been a good deal. I mean, there have been some times where I've gotten a pretty substantial pay increase, but it doesn't happen very often, especially if you're not doing your job. Usually when you don't do your job, you don't get a pay increase. But you see, Washington, D.C., they got their own pay increase. Yeah, and and what good has it done you? What good has it done you? What has Washington, D.C. done for you? They owe you Social Security. They owe retirees Medicare. It's a promise they made. They owe the veterans their medical treatment, psychological, physical. They owe it to them. Those are all things that we expect from government. Now they're acting like, oh, look at all the glory that we give you in return for the money we give you or you give us. It really is. Uh, it really is remarkable. Back to uh, back to uh, uh, the schoolhouse rock from when I was growing up, and July the fourth coming up. I want you to listen to this because this is what my generation grew up on, and, and this is uh, this is the country that we are going to. Uh, we're going to get back. We're going to get it back. Ooh,
0: there's gonna be fireworks, fireworks. on the fourth of July. Red, white, and blue. Red, white, and blue. Fire like diamonds in the sky, in the sky. gonna shoot the entire words. works on fireworks that really show oh yeah we declared Extra. our liberty Extra. 200 Extra. years
1: ago yeah I think we're gonna have to do something on the 4th of July I think we're gonna have to I don't know I'd love your suggestions at 800-922-6680 last night I was watching TV and I, I had to separate myself from the headlines. Yesterday I was... uh very upset about and I'm sure many of you are very upset about the budget and the fact that uh, we aren't being heard anymore that 60 plus percent of us say that we want major cuts in the budget to uh, to uh, make up for all this new, the new spending and we were you know considering a 1.5 trillion dollar increase in the debt already you know we we owe each one of us owe I think about $130, a hundred thirty thousand dollars apiece to the federal government to pay the debt on the money they borrowed because the money we sent them before wasn't enough so they've overspent they've rewarded their cronies they've sent money all over the world and uh, and they've managed to get us into debt and now we not only have to pay our taxes but we have to pay the interest on the debt that the government accrued because they couldn't live within their means that's not very fair is it no no it's not at all it's 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 actually ridiculous It is uh, ridiculous, and all of us Democrats and Republicans should be pissed about it. I'm not seeing anything on TV this morning. For instance, I I don't watch a whole lot of CNN. I usually just catch uh, uh, highlights because uh, I can't watch it. It's just too stupid. And also MSNBC. It's just, honestly, I can't deal with watching it. It's too stressful. But I'm not seeing the man on the street stuff talking to people on the uh, street saying what a great deal this is. I'm not seeing what a great deal it is. Are, are you Are you seeing anybody out there on the street saying, Hey, man, we're here in New York City, and uh, we're talking to Joe over here. Joe, how you doing, man? You own a hot dog stand. How you feel about that government, uh, that deal last night? Hey, man, it's a great idea. I've got to tell you, we're really getting our money's worth now. The America, I mean, America is back. You don't see any of that. You know why? Because uh, the American people know this is a screw job. The, uh, the American people know that it's us, Versus them in Washington D.C. That's what it is. That's what it always has been for as long as I've been alive. By the way, as long as I've been alive, even uh, Ron DeSantis. Let me see if I can find this Ron DeSantis. By here's Ron DeSantis echoing me what I've been saying literally for 15 years about Washington D.C. versus the rest of us. Here now, is- I think
3: part of the reason we have these problems in this country is because uh, we have an elite in Washington D.C that looks out for itself uh, and they put their interest over our interest as americans and they put their interest over our national interest as a country five of the seven wealthiest counties in the united states of america are suburbs of washington dc
1: where have you heard that before
3: now how did that happen i can tell you washington dc it didn't produce in much other than mountains of dead and loads of hot air. And yet there you have it yeah. where you have all these people uh, who are doing very well and living high on the hog. Yeah. Uh, these yeah. elites, uh, they don't want to <laughs> enact an agenda to represent our interests. They no. want to enact.
1: That's called taxation without representation. And that's not fair
3: an agenda uh, that is imposed upon us from on high. Uh, And I think that's caused a lot of Americans to wonder, you know, are you really gonna get a fair shake? And is the American (laughs) dream something that's still attainable? Uh, I'm living proof uh, that the American dream uh, works.
1: Yeah, but you see, the uh, the left in this country says the American dream is not attainable because America is so racist and awful, which is a lie. And then the right is saying that uh, the American dream is unattainable because, you know, the Democrats are in charge. And I say, you know what, to hell with all of them. Let's take a minute. This was Rob Schmidt last night talking about the state of America. I just I, I, I don't know what the
3: answer is. You know, it's, it's I mean, no. as, as a Washington outsider, uh, you know, and, and I think a lot of the viewers that watch this show are, too. It just you just see this machine that just spends and spends. And in a moment where you think that there's OK, you can hold the feet to the fire, you know, it just it, it just never happens. And I think I think, think people works? get really worried about the, the future of this country and they get worried about what they're dumping, yeah. you know, 50 years from now. How, how on earth? <laughs> We're going to get to a point very soon where half the money that this government brings in is going to have to be spent just to carry that debt, yeah. just on interest on that. debt. You didn't do and that. that's the moment when you're going to start seeing nobody suddenly cares anymore about all the virtue signaling BS that we see out of this government. That's when you start slicing and dicing because you have to.
1: Yeah, pretty much. That's the uh, state of America right now. We're like, we have no recourse. Nobody's listening to us. The elections are a sham. We had the FBI, the CIA, the DHS uh, trying to throw the 2016, successfully throwing the 2020, installing a guy who has half a brain, and the other half doesn't even work. And uh, and we're sitting here hoping that things are going to get better, and they never do. They never do. So I'm saying we need a new American revolution. It's not a violent revolution. But we need, we're, we're we, when we look at, at 1776, the abuses and usurpations that the founders uh, started this country on, their grievances pale by comparison to the abject, tone-deaf corruption of Washington, D.C. We are in a much sorrier state than we were in 1777 at this point, and it's time to just say we're not going to be governable. Say no. Call your congressperson if you want to, but honestly, you're going to have to set your sights on the coming election in 2024, how to keep it from getting stolen, and turning this damned country around. And if the people of Washington, D.C. don't want you to, uh, don't want to listen to you, then find somebody you can, volunteer, do what you can, uh, work with others, work with whatever campaign to get this election situation straightened around and turn the dang country around. Because right now, where are we going? It's no place good, even after the budget deal. No place good. Here's the number. It's 800-922-6680. This, my friends, is a Thursday edition of The Rob Carson Show.
0: We all know America is headed in the wrong direction. It's time to grab the wheel. It's the Rob Carson Show.
1: It is the uh, Rob Carson Show, and um, I'm actually kind of grateful For all of the things we've been through in the last couple of years, because it's really exposed uh, what we're up against in our country. Um, The uh, we are becoming an oligarchy. We've got uh, Washington D.C. They've been living high on the hog for a very long time, and you and I are feasting on the crumbs. One thing I saw this morning, and and this isn't cute anymore. This just isn't cute anymore. Remember these stories where uh, Congress, Congress will get together and they'll put together this, this list of all the worthless crap that your money is being spent on. And I've been following this for as long as I've been in broadcasting and put together this list of all these things that our tax money is being spent on. Well, when the hell are we going to shut the crap off? When are we going to quit saying, "Oh, this is cute" and everything? 1.3 billion dollars in your taxpayer dollars are being spent on putting cats in on treadmills in Russia and gender equality in in China. 1.3 billion dollars for stuff like that. 490 million was paid to Chinese organizations. Another 870 million was sent to entities in Russia from 2017 to 2022, which means to me that uh, the Chinese have gotten a hell of a deal for the 30 million. Million dollars They've given the Biden family over the years. I mean, honestly, that is a hell of a return on your money, right? It's a lot better than the return on your money you're getting from Washington, D.C. because you're not getting anything. You're not getting anything. Here's Dancy Mace talking about the bill.
3: Actual spending cuts are what's missing because in this bill, there's actually no cap on the debt ceiling for the next two years. It actually adds $4 trillion to the debt based on the spending that is in the bill. And the other thing is that they are saying the clawbacks, the rescissions getting unspent COVID funds from the state, that that's a cut. That's not a cut. That's not what the American people are asking for. 63% of Americans want to see the federal government be more responsible. With the money that it spends, they want to see spending cuts, and this bill does not do it.
1: Uh, this is what we get. This is what we learn to expect. You're never going to cross the finish line. You're never going to experience that the government is doing what you want. You're never going to experience a victory as long as we have these people in charge in Washington, D.C. You've had it happen time time again. I remember the night they passed Obamacare against the will of the American people. They did it. I sat in my car. I'm like, this can't be happening. Most people don't want socialized medicine. They did it anyway. Yesterday, we found out that 60% of americans want major cuts in spending if you're going to raise the debt ceiling, and what did washington dc do they blew the debt ceiling completely to hell and they gave you a pittance for it you're always going to be disappointed right now washington dc is not giving you hope they're not giving you a direction so the only thing you and i can do is get rid of the swamp that's what we have to do. And we've got to formulate a plan to finally end this nonsense. Let's go to Sean in Westminster, Maryland. Sean, welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Go right ahead.
2: Hey, Rob. Love the show. Hey, um, now hear me out. He, the Speaker of the House, uh, the old Kevin McCarthy, he, he made two promises in order to get his speakership. Yes. One was he'd get rid of the IRS agents. Or he yeah. wouldn't wouldn't fund them. Yep. And the second was he'd pay attention to the border. Yes. Well, in my the way I see it, he kept his promises. And that is there's uh, probably about fifteen hundred IRS agents that won't be hired because yeah. he's got a couple <laughs> thousand dollars off of that. Yep. And the second one is. You know, it'll take a wheelbarrow full of money soon to buy a loaf of bread. Yep. But nobody will want to cross the border. So he, he fixed that, too.
1: All right. Thanks, Sean. I appreciate it. Yeah, maybe Kevin McCarthy's trying to make uh, the country worse than uh, Mexico, Central, South America, and all the other hellholes around the world, and it'll stop him from coming across the border. I'm not holding my breath on that one. By the way, Kevin McCarthy, does he need to go bye-bye? We'll get to that coming up. This, my friends, is The Rob Carson Show. Hey, guys, it's Carson for FourPatriots.com. In a startling description, the U.N. food chief warned the world with the words knocking on famine's door. He called what we're facing a perfect storm of a perfect storm. And he's not alone. Barron's published that a food shortage could be coming even in the U.S. Farmers see it too. John Boyd, a fourth-generation farmer, says we're going to see empty food shelves in the coming months. That's why survival food is more important than ever now. Create your own stockpile of the best-selling Four Patriots survival food kits. It's not ordinary food. We're talking good for 25 years, super survival food, hand-packed in a family-owned facility in the United States, giving jobs to over 200 Americans. They have different delicious breakfasts, lunches, dinners. You can make these meals in less than 20 minutes. Just add boiling water, simmer, and serve. And right now, for the next few days, listeners of Newsmax will get 10% off their first order at 4Patriots.com by using promo code NEWSMAX. Now, that's number 4Patriots.com. Go to 4Patriots.com, use promo code NEWSMAX, and start your stockpile today.
0: Driving snowflakes and candy aisle kids crazier every day. It's the Rob Carson Show.
1: You know, I uh, I like to use the uh, the joyful warrior uh, comparison with regard to you know, what's going on in the world. I try to, every day, come in with a positive face. Yesterday, I, I, I let things get to me a little bit. I was angry about this uh, budget and the fact that nobody in Washington, D.C. listens to us at all. And and uh, lo and behold, they did the same thing. <laughs> they did it again, man. They did it again. I mean, we gave them a new Speaker of the House and everything. And uh, we we, uh, we uh, d- decided that the Kevin McCarthy was going to be the guy and Kevin McCarthy was going to turn this around. And, and uh, you know, we all were kind of uh, iffy on Kevin McCarthy. Is the House Speaker because he's a you know kind of a swamp dwelling rhino from hell and and uh, so he uh, we said that he'd have to do all sorts of stuff to become the Speaker of the House and he said okay okay and then he he did uh, the opposite. In the last 24 hours, did the, did the complete opposite in the last 24 hours. So there you go. And uh, conservative lawmakers upset about the deal that House Speaker Kevin McCarthy made with Joe Biden to end the debt ceiling crisis suggested the day before yesterday they might want to remove uh, McCarthy as the speaker. Well, let's see if they actually have the uh, cojones to do that. I'm kind of wondering if they will. Uh, Representative Dan Bishop of, uh, of uh, North Carolina said that uh, he should be removed. It's inescapable to me. It has to be done. So uh, now uh, it only takes apparently one motion to vacate the chair. Use that to remove the speaker. Restoring the single vote motion to vacate is one of the rules which McCarthy agreed to in order to win the speakership. Bishop, however, said he would only move forward to oust McCarthy with more support from more colleagues. So he, he's not going to do it on his own. Uh, you got uh, you got Chip Roy over here. He says that uh, McCarthy, accusing McCarthy of betrayal of the power-sharing arrangement that we put in place. So there you go. Put your money where the mouth is, by the way. If you said you're going to do it, let's see you do it. Uh, you know, I don't. I don't care at this point. I don't. I don't have an affinity for uh, uh, Kevin McCarthy. I. I don't give a damn about him. Uh, I was feeling good about him because of these congressional investigations or whatnot. But honestly, uh, after what happened the last uh, twenty-four hours, and then they're making all sorts of excuses. We had no choice. We had no this. We had no that. Well, you could have defaulted. You can't do that. The world will end. Really? Do we know that the world is going to end if we default? Because the, uh, the, the 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 all of the machinations that are in place to keep us uh, going during a default are are there. Meaning, all of your checks are going to get there, all your whatever is going to get there, all of your benefits are going to get there. Some government contractors might be a little late on a check, but honestly, that was what we had there. And I was at the point I'm like, you know, who cares? But you know, uh, everybody uses fear tact- tactics. Uh, the world is cold, uh, cooling, then it's warming, then it's climate change, and the whole deal so they did the same thing again they uh they had a chance to do something they didn't do it and oh did you hold on one second did you know that today is june the first did you did you know well i'm being told that this is pride month this is pride month what the hell was last month about i just i just found out that june is pride month june is the beginning of pride month and last month we had the target, and we had the Mulvaney, and we had the the uh, whatever the hell. You're telling me now that this this starting today is Pride Month. What? What? Why did Why did we go through that last month? You know, it's kind of funny. Uh, the left killed Pride Month. Yeah, yeah. This this all this nonsense and everything, all this overreach and everything killed. Pride Month. The uh, Sisters of Perpetual Satanism, whatever the hell, at the uh, Dodgers game, uh, they blew their wad last month, and and they're going to be at Pride Night at Dodger Stadium this month, but that was all last month. So basically, they've killed Pride Month nobody is going to want Pride Month. All the big Pride displays they had at Target and everything with the binding uh, children's wear so your girls could bind their breasts when they go to the the beach and your toddler boys can tuck their penises so they look like little girls. Yeah, they they had to move all those and it wasn't even Pride Month yet. Oh my god, that's that's just incredible. And you know what, it's an enormous disservice to uh, gay people who made a lot of progress in the world. Look what the left did. They ruined your Pride Month. As far as America is concerned, Pride Month is over. And and check this out. I just got a note from Ken, my producer. He said that uh, Gen Z kids have effectively canceled Pride Month. They're replacing it with Dinosaur Month, flooding Google search engines. So what they're doing is they're putting up memes about Dinosaur Month because uh, Pride Month has effectively been destroyed by the left. There you go. So happy Dinosaur Month, everybody. Yeah, Kevin McCarthy last night, I guess he was trying to signal uh, Pride Month. He was giving a wink and a nod to the Pride community because uh, he said the budget deal last night was was fabulous. Listen to him.
2: Because they are now on record. So they can't sit there and yell, this isn't good. So I'll bring something back tomorrow. Let's get the rest of the IRS agents. Let's get the rest of the work requirements. Let's cut more because we are in a big debt. This is fabulous.
1: That, that's Because the, that, they are now on record. Listen to his, just listen to his voice. L- listen to, this is the Speaker of the House. This is the Speaker of the House. Oh, my God, this is fabulous. Nothing against, you know, like little people who have little voices, but I mean, seriously.
2: So they can't sit there and yell, this isn't good. So I'll bring something back tomorrow. Let's get the rest of the IRS agent. Let's get the rest of the work yes. requirements. Let's cut more because we are in a big debt. Yeah. This is
1: fabulous. You know, it's kind of funny. I, I found this uh, piece of uh, a video uh, that uh, when Donald Trump was the president of the United States and uh, Donald Trump, here he is sitting in the Oval Office talking about budget negotiations with Chuck Schumer. And Chuck Schumer was going to do the same thing, except for he was saying that, you know, they were going to shut down the government and everything. And here's what Donald Trump did. Uh, unlike Kevin McCarthy, unlike all of these Republicans who are taking no responsibility for their failure, I want you to listen to this. One thing I
3: think we can agree on is we shouldn't shut shut down the government over a dispute, and you want to shut it down. I, you no, no, keep talking no, 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 about it. The
2: last time, Chuck, you shut it down. No, no, no. And then you opened the it up very quickly. And 20 times. I don't want to do what you did.
3: 20 but, times Chuck, you have called for, I will shut down the government if I don't get my wool. None of us have you said You want to know something? You've said okay, it. Okay, you want to
2: put that in my you on said mind. it. I'll take it. Okay, okay, good. You know what I'll say? Yes, if we don't get what we want, one way or the other, whether it's through you, through a military, through anything you want to call, I will shut down the government. Okay, Absolutely. fair enough. And we I am disagree. proud, and I'll we tell you disagree. what, I am proud to shut down the government for border security, Chuck, because the people of this country
1: don't this want... Sounds it. a little different than uh, Kevin McCarthy and the fabulous deal.
2: Criminals and people <laughs> that have lots of problems and drugs pouring <sighs> into our country. So I will take the mantle. I will be the one to shut it down. I'm not going to blame you for it. The last time you shut it down, it didn't work. I will take the mantle. Good. Wow,
1: that is just crazy, isn't it? Just crazy. Let's go to a Mark in Port Deposit, Maryland. Mark, welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind today? How are you doing, Ron? Good, buddy. What's up?
2: It's Rob. Okay. Well, I was under the I impression I thought that McCarthy was trying to do the right thing by by doing what he did with Biden. Evidently, he has not done the right thing. So he should be ousted. Another one should be asked is Andy Harris, because he's nothing but a policy puppet. Yeah, yeah. I know that for a fact, because he sent me letters that he would not be with my Parkinson's disease from Camp Lejeune. That's how—he's con- a real no-good.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mark, you said you have Parkinson. you were at Camp Lejeune. Uh, yes. Do, do you 19- feel— like
2: From June of 1969 to December of 1970— I was a hospital corpsman with the 2nd Marine Division, 2nd Battalion, H&S Company. Mm -hmm.
1: Now, Mark, uh, you send a lot of money and a lot of money over the years to Washington, D.C. You raised your hands. You said you would defend this country with your life. Do you feel like the federal government has fulfilled its promises to you after sending all that money and serving your country?
2: Yeah, Right do do you feel is a bunch of no goods okay they really are they've been denying me since 2014 for my parkinson's
1: wow well mark i uh, i assume your answer then would be no to the government actually uh, uh paying you back for all of the sacrifice you gave them i appreciate the phone call let's go to ed in tucson arizona hello there ed welcome to the rob carson show what's on your mind today
2: all right, Rob, I, I I was thinking that maybe uh, uh McCarthy could apply for uh Diet Pine Size job, but uh, your call screener told me that she was the senator. So okay. I messed it up. <laughs> All right.
1: So uh what what else is going on? You say that McCarthy should be ousted.
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm just frustrated to beat Doan just like you are like you. You know, um, it seems like it never ran.
1: Yeah, Ed. Did you feel like with Kevin McCarthy uh, signing the promise that he would represent us, that he would do the things that he uh, was asked to do to become speaker? Did you feel kind of optimistic, maybe last week that we wouldn't do the same old, same old, and then last night happens? And what was your reaction after that? Uh, yeah,
2: I, 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 I never did trust the guy, but I, I, I was hope you know had the better good and. In- I thought that he might might uh, do what we thought he would, but I never did have trust him at all.
1: Yeah, I uh, I was hoping that we'd get something out of this, and and I guess it was hoping against hope because uh, all the time, whenever something like this happens, none of us are ever sated. Never, none of us ever go, oh yeah, they did what we asked them to do. They they never do. Uh, you know, they 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 said that they were going to do the Inflation Reduction Act, so they so did the, the Inflation Reduction Act supposed to reduce inflation. Inflation hasn't gone down because it was a lie. They just hired a bunch of IRS agents, and Kevin McCarthy allowed that to happen. He promised he wouldn't let those 87,000 IRS agents be hired, but he went ahead and did it anyway. So this is just the same old, same old. This is just another iteration of it. Uh, We haven't gotten any better. Things have not changed, and the only thing that's going to change it is leadership. That's it. Ed, I appreciate the phone call. I appreciate the phone call. I'm not going to spend a whole lot more time on this. Uh, I do. I am told, by the way, that uh, Donald Trump is going to call us this morning or this afternoon. Going to, at some point here, I, I understand that uh, Donald Trump is going to uh, uh, call us here on the show. Uh, before we do that, let's hear uh, Chip Roy, his reaction this morning to what happened last night. A government barreling towards $36 trillion of debt and an absolute devastating burden on the future of this country, on our children and our grandchildren, who are not going to be able to afford homes, not be able to afford to go to school, not be able to afford food, groceries. Talk about food programs. I don't hear a whole hell of a lot about what we're doing to devastate American families with rampant inflation because we keep spending money we don't have. Well, at least we know now what we're up against. I mean, think about all the things we've learned in the last couple of years. The deep state is completely corrupt. The DHS, FBI, IRS, CIA, I can go on and on and on. They are deeply, deeply corrupt. We've discovered this because Elon Musk uh, bought Twitter, and we've got a couple of state AGs that have launched an investigation. So we know that. And now we know that the people in Washington, D.C. right now, there are a few good people, by the way, Uh, uh, 71 Republicans voted against this. 46 Democrats voted against it, probably because it wasn't enough. They wanted even more. They wanted to screw us even more. But 149 Republicans voted for this bill. 165 Democrats voted for it. So at least we know. At least we know that the people in Washington, D.C. right now, at least for the next, I don't know, year and a half or so, are not going to have your best interests at heart. So, screw them. Honestly, just just screw them all together. Uh, We know what we have to do. We know that what's happening in Washington, D.C. has to be fixed in the next election cycle. And we have to say no to this nonsense. Here's a little bit more of a Chip Roy after last night. To my colleagues on this side of the aisle, my beef isn't that I don't understand the struggle with the negotiators against that kind of reasoning. My beef is that you cut a deal Yeah, you cut a deal. So um, at least we know where we stand. At least we know that even in Kevin McCarthy uh, being in charge that you are not being heard at least we know now that uh, nothing is going to change at least for the next year and a half in Washington DC so that's a positive now we can work on a fix now there are some other things we're going to get to including John Kirby yesterday being uh, questioned about Joe Biden's uh, corruption more than half of Americans say is corrupt and he had nothing to say about it all also, check this out, John Solomon has the January the 6 videos. He has them, and he's already been reviewing them, and he's already made some major findings. This is big, this is positive. So we move away from this uh, crap show that is the budget, that is Washington DC, and let's move on to some other things that I think are very positive. Okay, very positive. Here's the number. It's 800 922 I understand the president, Donald Trump, is going to call. That's what I've heard. So we'll try to get to that if he calls in the next segment. This is The Rob Carson Show. What part of abuses and usurpations
0: do you not understand? It's The Rob Carson Show.
1: I am told that uh, Donald Trump is uh, is on the on the Newsmax hotline. Hold on one second. Let me see if I can uh, if I can dial this up here real quick. Hold on one second. I'm having a little bit of a uh, uh, you know it's on the fly here, so I'm just kind of told that uh, Donald Trump is going to going to call in, and we go to the phone line. Hello. Uh, uh, oh, hold on. No, I I have a uh, I have a minor technical issue. I apologize. Here it is. Uh, hello, Mr. President. Are you there, sir? Are are you, are you are you there, sir? Oh.
4: Oh. Y'all I'm glad to be here. Y'all I'm glad to be here. You know you're an incredible person and your show is growing by Leaps and bounds. It's doing incredible. It's growing faster than Chris Christie's waistline. I know. Congratulations. Congratulations.
1: That is saying something. Uh, Well, uh, I appreciate that very much, sir. So uh, I want to ask you, I guess, first and foremost, what do you think about the uh, budget deal and uh, Kevin McCarthy's negotiations yesterday?
4: He probably negotiated how far to bend over. (laughs) Normally, when you get screwed like this, you might want to consider Joe Biden buying you dinner. Yeah. Maybe a brief courtship, considering how badly the Republicans are getting screwed for the next two years. Yeah. Joe Biden, Sleepy Joe, Crooked Joe, we call him now, should have given Kevin McCarthy an engagement ring, but yeah. that's not what happened. <laughs> yeah,
1: you know, I guess the, uh, the American people, I, I suppose, are the ones really getting the shaft uh, all in yeah. all, right?
4: Well, you know, Jimmy Carter... He finally lived to see a worse president with Joe Biden. It's like in baseball where the starter gives up a lot of runs and the offense bails him out. He's off the hook now. Russia's finally seeing a deal. You know, Russia, 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 seeing a deal that was worse than selling Alaska to us for $7.2 million back in 1867. This is a crap sandwich for the American people without the bread. There's no bread. It's just crap, in other words. (laughs) The Uniparty sandwich shop is open. Only one choice. Crap sandwich, no toppings, no bread. It's a disaster. Just a big pile of dookie. I call it doo-doo. It's horrible. <laughs> it's like what Sleepy Joe did in front of the Pope. It's really horrible. It's bigger than a six inch. It's bigger than a foot long. This crap sandwich is two horrible years long. You'll be eating it until I'm your president again. That's when the MAGA sandwich shop opens, and there'll be no crap on the menu, only greatness, believe me.
1: Yeah, I can't wait for that sandwich shop to open. Speaking of elections, how do you feel about the uh, Republicans who are running so far, sir?
4: Well, I'm still waiting for a serious contender. They say Ron DeSanctimonious is in the race, but uh, last I heard, there was a failure to launch. You've got DeSanctimonious, who says, I moved to Florida because he became the governor, which is hysterical. That's a good joke. Yeah. I bought Mar-a-Lago in 1985, a crazy place in a wonderful time. Ron de Sanctimonious was going through puberty when I bought Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> the only reason I moved to Florida was because New York City, which used to be great, which is not great anymore, Welcome has to gone America. to hell in a handbasket. Yeah. And Eric Adams actually thought that it was too slow, so he's installed a zip line to hell <laughs> so New York could get there before San Francisco, which looks like The Walking Dead, it's horrible. I'm a real estate developer, the greatest one ever. And you know that. You absolutely know that. You have to imagine Satan is making a killing, selling spots in hell for people like Nancy Pelosi, Gavin Newsom, Bill de Blasio, and quite frankly, maybe even Target's buying some real estate in hell when you look (laughs) at it. Used to be Satan had to put them up like homeless people in a fancy New York boutique hotel. Now Democrats are sending entire cities to hell. They're sending a country to hell. I'm sure Satan, the devil, is doing very well, believe
1: me. I hear that uh, Chris Christie and Mike Pence are considering, I guess they're going to announce that they're running for president now.
4: Well, I don't know if Chris Christie's ever run for anything in his life. I think he should run a few laps before he (laughs) runs for
1: president. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. That is the uh, president of the United States. More of this conversation coming up. This is The Rob Carson Show. Like
4: the show? You can help by subscribing and leaving a five-star review on both Apple and Spotify. It's free. You know, folks, I thank God for my wonderful wife, my kids, my country, the greatest nation ever. And Americans like you who believe in the truth, The Chris Salcedo Show will never stop fighting for you.
1: The Chris Salcedo Show, for the news
2: you need to know.